0: Welcome to Books and Beyond with your hosts Karen and Louisa. Join us for half an hour of information, entertainment, reading recommendations, and beyond. Brought to you by Auckland Libraries. I know this girl. And library,
1: Jesus died this morning in a nameless alleyway hunched between an ex-jailbird and a homeless girl. I saw him last night. Tickling the feet of wha'wha'whine with his bearded kisses. I heard him last night, laughing with hardened magdalenas over plastic cups of street brew. I felt him last night, lick sanction across the punctured creases of my inner elbows. You missed him. The second coming has come and gone. You were too preoccupied scouring penthouse suites in Trump hotels, singing psalms to molesting podiums, tasting bleach from make-it-rain teeth and stroking feathers of corrupt wings. Did you not learn from his first visitation that he would come as one of the wandering and uncrowned? Did you not learn from his first stopover that sinner and saviour walked shoeless side by side along bleeding crossroads? Jesus died this morning in a nameless alleyway beneath your feet while your nose pointed to the skies.
0: It's Pacifica Month in Tamaki Makaurau, a whole month celebrating Pacific peoples and culture, culminating with Pacifica Festival near the end of the month. With me in the studio today are two poets of Pacific identity, Ria Masai, who you heard read her poem in our introduction, and Doug Paul. Tulofa Ria and uh, Doug. Uh, welcome. To, wha- wha. <laughs> welcome to Books and Beyond. So Pacific month. I love this month. I feel re- I always get excited about it. I feel. So my Pacific identity really f- comes out from within. And uh, so I was wondering, what do Pacific poets do for Pacifica Month in Auckland? Anything, um, anything first planned? Down? Well,
2: we've, we've, <laughs> obviously we're putting on an event, uh, Stars of Pacifica Poetry, at the uh, Te Arutu Peninsula Library. And I guess what does a, a poet of Polynesian descent do during that month is enjoy the month, go along to as many things as we can and, and, and celebrate our identity. Ria? Mm.
1: Yeah, stars of Pacifica poetry. Um, I actually work at Te Atatū Peninsula Library, so I'm really stoked because this was uh, previously only been in Central Auckland Central Library. So it's the first time we're bringing it out west, out to Te Atatū. So that's I'm really stoked about
0: that. So yeah, and well in being done. involved in that. Yeah, like with some big names out there, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited too. You've brought in the poster, and wow, what a lineup! We've got um, Albert Wendt. We've got Moa um, Strixon-Pua, Grace Taylor, yeah. um, Darren Kamali, <laughs> the you are Doug in the poster, <laughs> your picture, and uh, Rhea, and um, Johnny Angel, the, uh, the gonna, Samoan Alves, yeah. will be hosting yeah. and performing. So he's going to be entertaining.
2: He's going to be performing as well. <laughs>
0: it's yeah. going to be it's a exciting. great night. Yeah. So that's on Thursday, the 7th of March, 7pm to 9pm at Teatutu Peninsula Library. Can't wait. My home library. Mm. I'm so excited. So um, how did this come about then? Because I believe that Stars of Pacifica, like you said, Ria, was originally in central um, Auckland at Central Library and um, Small World. So my co-host on Books and Beyond, Karen, was actually involved in those early days, wasn't Wasn't she, Doug? How'd it
2: Correct, yeah. Karen was the founder Um I was very, very privileged to be asked to perform. I think in 2012 by uh, Leitu, uh, who was working at the library with Karen, and and I've been involved ever since. But yeah, Karen Craig did an amazing job of pulling this event together. Um, it was in the um, on the second floor, and, the, and it was just an amazing event that really um, celebrated our identities and our voices, and and put more of a focus on the collection in the library too. So they would display the books by a lot of the poets that were involved in those early days. Okay. Yeah. Well, good
0: on you, <clears throat> Karen. Thank you. So, because I, I guess with um, poetry and our um, Pacific, um, I'm, I'm trying to say, uh, roots in oral tradition, well, you know, we, we're very oral people, we didn't I didn't grow up with the books, that's for sure, um, in the house because everything was passed on to us in an oral way. So I guess poetry and Pacific identity, um, there is that um, that synergy. Then is there, Doug? Is there a lot of um, um, poets coming through Pacific poets who um, who also feel the same that that draw they're drawn sure. to this art form?
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, I think. Um when I first met um, Selina Tusitala Marsh and Sri Barford and Carlo Mila, I was quite enamoured of them, actually, because I'd read their books and, and I sort of knew who they were. And to get to know them and find that we all have that similar experience of growing up, I guess for me, growing up being very outwardly looking pālangi, but inside I'm very much a Samoan person. Um, and, and I think that's an experience that a lot of us have, so that really comes through in our work. And we, we challenge the, uh, the stereotypes that are out there of our people, and we celebrate and, and, and share the language and our, our culture through our, our voices. And, and Rhea is a, a absolutely stunning poet. And uh, Ria, you, I your think, experiences?
1: Um, yeah, I, I think, like, I, I work with a lot of spoken word poets, like Daisy Speaks, Marina Aleph Forcia, Grace Taylor, and I think a common thing... Like especially with us Pacific people, is when we perform, you know, there's always mention of carrying our ancestors with us. And I think that relates to, you know, like, oratory, our oratory, like, traditions and things like that. And, yeah, I think, well, Samoans alone, no, all Pacific Islanders, will naturally performers, we're well, natural performers anyway, yeah, like dance, singing, right? and when you actually listen to the orators, a lot of their language is like, because with Samoan language, it's actually like there's the informal and there's the formal ones that the chief and the orator chiefs talk, and um, I don't understand a lot of the orators, you know, like the chiefs talk because it's just so... Like old school, but when you do get to translate it, I sometimes get my dad to translate it for me. It's so poetic. It's it's amazing what they talk about. You know, like they bring like the environment. You know, the mammals, the birds, and, and and the trees that surround them into it, and it's so beautiful. So I, yeah, so they're I think, poets. They're actually they are. Yeah, yeah and that's probably because they use a lot of metaphors and things like that. Yeah, that's why I don't understand it because I don't understand a lot of the metaphors and proverbs. Yeah, But the, the like references back. Yeah, but. When you actually, yeah. If I when I get my dad to translate some of it for me, that's beautiful. It's
0: actually true poetry, and it's like Pacific poetry. Yeah, so it's just in our blood. It's in our yeah. DNA, isn't I it? I think so. and yeah. our upbringing.
2: Yeah, hey. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, very much so.
0: Yeah, well, I always say, I I think I've said it on the show before that, I've never heard my father tell the same story twice. He's such, he's so good at storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My dad's the same, yeah. Which I did not (laughs) inherit from him, but (laughs) unfortunately, but I always, I'm always in awe of it, you know, as I've, over the years, I go, oh, I haven't heard this version of the story before. Mm. Yeah. Who is the audience? Who is he speaking to? And what is... What is the point of telling the story today? And yeah, so...
2: my, my grandmother was a fantastic storyteller and I spent most of my youth with her in the school holidays and that's how she would put me to sleep is tell me a different story every night about Samoa, about my father being a child. Yeah, And, and my father's a great storyteller as well and I think that's where I've inherited uh, my poetry through. Uh, and a lot of my poetry is based on those early experiences or comes from those early experiences of being around my grandmother
0: Wow, and and
2: I think that's a very Polynesian way. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Grandma. Thank you, our Polynesian genes. Yeah, Mm. exactly. Or Pacific genes. So, for someone who has never been to a poetry evening, um, what can they expect at Stars? Of Pacific poetry. For example, if I was to invite some of my friends and family who haven't come but live in Teatro or around in the area and want to come and join in the celebrations, what could they expect on the night? Um, a
1: variety, I think, because we're also, even though, you know, we're all Pacific, we're all so different mm-hmm. in, in, in what we speak about, in our style, in our, yeah, in the structure of our poems and things like that. So, yeah, I think um, a variety. Of Which is really good. I'm happy about that because, you know, it doesn't lump Pacifica into this one kind of theme Thank or something you. like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like this we're all stereotype. so different, and yeah. I love
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, we've even got Elvis coming too, haven't we? <laughs> we've got there. Elvis. We've got Elvis.
1: <laughs> he's I mean. the star.
0: He's the star.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's going
2: to be fantastic. <laughs> you've got some of – you've got um Maulavao Albert Wendt, who's our leading light. Mm, uh, he's yeah. a superstar. And he's a genius. He's an absolutely genius writer. He's a genius novel, uh, novelist, and and poet. So having him at this event every yeah. year has been absolutely life changing for me. I, I just look up to him so much. And then you've got great contemporary voices like Rhea, like Grace, um, Simone, Simone yeah. um, Siri, um Darren Kamali with this beautiful, powerful poetry. And he incorporates the Fijian language, which is just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, you can expect a very high standard of poetry, a very entertaining night, and a diverse range of voices and topics.
0: Wonderful.
2: So I encourage you to bring all your friends and family. Great.
0: I yeah. will. And we don't have far to go. I'm locals.
2: No, yeah. you've got no excuse. And there's me, free parking. <laughs> and food. There's, there's going food. To be food. There's food. Supper sui.
0: Ticks all the Pacific boxes. Yeah, exactly. draw cards. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> wonderful
2: partner Penny's making a, uh, our family recipe of supper sui. So, uh, oh, you know, Penny's uh, been awesome yeah, <laughs>
0: throughout this she's journey. She's been
2: an integral part of organising this as well.
0: Behind so. the scenes. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Yep. It wouldn't work
2: without... Yeah. And, uh, look, we're going to have some of Penny's work. Um, Penny Howard's represented by White Space Gallery, and we're really lucky to have some of her portraits that were uh, yeah. uh, exhibited this year of... Um, uh, we're going to have Selina Tussitala-Marsh's um, portrait and Sia Fagal's portrait.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. So that not only a night artwork. of poetry, but art. and yeah. inter- uh, It's a it's a three-in-one evening, four-in-one. Mm. Mm. You- and, and Elvis. And Elvis. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> say the entertainment. <laughs> That's <Someone> wonderful. <laughs> um, so, Doug, how about a poem from you? Thanks. Um yeah, sure. If you don't mind, just to give us a little taste of uh, the evening and... Um,
2: Sure, this is Pulsala and Nungosina 3. There is a gecko in our room. It watches us every night. So I cover my underpants with my eye lava lava because you never know, it could be a relative or someone we don't know. Nungosina says, it's good luck to have her. I think to myself, it looks like a boy because he just stays there all night hiding from the flying fox who hangs upside down outside our window. On the underside of a breadfruit leaf is a white tree snail listening to the flying fox. Dream, memorising the genealogy escaping a sleep talk. But Ngungasena says, it's just the breeze coming in through the window. The chickens sleep too. I wonder if they know we are leaving next week.
0: Mm.
2: Thank you. What inspired that poem? Uh, That's that's when I went to Apia with my grandmother at eight years old.
0: And oh, we were wow. in
2: the front room of of the Parlungi house we weren't in the Whale because nana was uh, nana had was a high titled woman and uh very much adored by her family and uh, so we were in the Parlungi house with the it was very hot up there obviously and uh, i couldn't sleep and we had a gecko that stayed in the room with us the whole time the whole two weeks we were there <laughs> and um yeah so it's really really
0: personal poem. yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing it. Actually, Thanks. yeah, because I, there's something about going to the islands as a child and that gecko. Every room has a gecko, yeah. right? And yeah. it becomes your friend. I love yeah, them. They're much. so cute. Yeah. My, yeah, my mother can't stand them.
1: And <laughs> she grew up with them. But, yeah, I think they're mm.
0: adorable. Do you, yeah, so do I. Just, you just lie in the bed staring at the wall, fascinated by them. You know, It mm. passes the time away nicely because, you know, um, we didn't have television when uh, um, yeah. my first visit to R- Tonga back then um so I was thinking though do you do you go back to the islands much and um you know thinking about your creativity when you're here in New Zealand versus your creativity when you're when you're visiting the islands or have you have either of you ever lived in uh, back home oh I haven't been there since um I was pregnant
1: with my first child in 2000 so I think I was in yeah. As soon as I had children, my travel days were all over. <laughs> um, but I lived there for two years before that. Yeah. So that was that was a really good experience to get back to my roots. And uh, I was really surprised how fast the language came back to me. But then how fast it left me again when I came back to New Zealand. Ah. So yeah, it's... um. It really showed how much you have to, like, really practice, practice, practice the language, which I often forget. I, I'm, I'm terrible at that because, you know, English is all around me here and I often forget to, to speak it to my children. So, yeah, i got to work on that. But um, with creativity, I've written a, a couple of poems about Samoa, actually. Um, yeah, it's – I don't know. It, it's, it's a different feel when I write about Samoa than when I write about things – that, you know, I observe in New Zealand. For some reason, it, it seems more spiritual or I, I don't know if it's because it always like, I always think of like my late grandparents and that and, and they were quite spiritual people and, you know, like real, you know, work to the land and things like that. So I, for some reason, my voice automatically goes into this kind of humble and, you know, like, but but sacred voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in New Zealand I'll ho- I'll write something about the homeless and things like that and it, it's a totally different voice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my creativity kind of like between Samoa and New Zealand kind of flips like that. Which is okay. That that's fine. Yeah. yeah that's I think it's a cool thing to observe.
0: To have those two voices yeah. coming out, you know, so in a performance we'll see how many rears will we see. <laughs> uh, well, since
1: it's Pacifica, probably
0: just the one. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Doug? Do you feel um, uh, a different I, I have po- a, artist? I, yeah, when... I mean, I
2: have a quite a complicated relationship with Samoa because it was deeply re- rooted within my grandmother and... Um, so I went back to Samoa as a child and, and really enjoyed that and it stayed with me my whole life. I've not been back since. I was going to go back with Nana again while she was not too frail and we, we'd sort of tried to plan that. Um, but I was very young then. I was, thinking I was doing my apprenticeship and it just never happened. And I've never felt the pull to go back um, because my, my identity is deeply rooted within my relationship with my grandmother and my identity comes from that, that experience. Um, I don't feel it comes from from being in Samoa. It, yeah. uh, it, for me, it's so deep inside my body um, and, and it comes out of my work but also my research behind my work. So I, I expe- I'm exploring the Allberg family and that journey's been marvellous. Uh, just recently... I um, found a, a, a Tony Blunt shared a poem of my grandmother's father, um, Henry Allberg, um, on the plantation that he managed with the German company PG&DH, and I couldn't believe it. And there was my grandmother as a baby, there was uh, Auntie, Auntie Kake, there was Auntie Mariah, and peeking through the window was one of the boys, and we sort of thought, well, I wonder who that was, was it Uncle Fred, you know, was it Uncle Richard? Um, so it's really much my Samoan identity is really rooted deeply within the Allberg family and our experience.
0: Wow, that's a very special treasure that, that has been unearthed for the family. That's, um, where was the photo found, by the way, is it? Uh, I think
2: Tony Blunt's doing a book about um, uh, another German family. And, uh, uh, yes, yeah, so I've written to Tony and thanked him for sharing that. And, uh, look, I think it was a collection of another family that, that had it.
0: Wow, wow. Uh, maybe there's going to be some works by Doug Paul uh, inspired by these. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, there's something
2: percolating at the moment
0: that
1: hasn't come out yet.
0: <laughs> okay, watch this space.
1: Out, I'll be watching that space. I'm so <laughs> interested now.
0: Now, Ria, I was um, reading that. Well, no, I was at the Writers Going West Writers Festival last year, but there was a slam poetry competition associated yes, with
1: it. The Going West Slam Poetry Competition, which you won. Yeah, yeah, I won. It was kind of bittersweet because usually Doug (laughs) organizes. And it was the first year he didn't organize it. So I was kind of like, well, I can't fake Doug this year. So, yeah, but I can tell yeah. he's really proud of you. Really proud. <laughs> I always, really proud. I have yeah, amazing support for my creativity, so
0: I'm blessed with that. Yeah, I was, um, you know, the performance poetry when you're standing on stage, you know, without any pro- this all these rules around slam poetry competitions, mm. isn't it? Well, mm. you don't say competition, you just say slam poetry because that means it is a competition, right? Yeah. So there's all these rules around it, and I was um, reading through the rules uh, <laughs> recently, and I thought, wow. This is really you're you're being creative and yourself on stage, but then you've got all these rules to re, sort of kind of remember not to break; otherwise, you're you know out of the competition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, um, how do you prepare for a slam oh, poetry God. event? <laughs> do you ha- Do you write something nervously? Special for it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm 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 actually a terrible procrastinator, and I get like. Yeah, so usually I'm – and I'm indecisive. So usually I, a couple of days before the slam, I'm still trying to decide which poem to do. Um, so I usually try and memorise about five because then you've got to have three for a slam if you get through to the final round. Yeah, but I'm um, – yeah. I've, I've gotten used to it now, luckily, but when I – like, the reason I took up Spoken – well, one of the reasons was to get over stage fright and, and try and, you know, get over uh, – be better at public speaking. So, um yeah, that part's not too bad now. But, um, yeah, it's still always nerve-wracking because you have to memorize. I hate that. That's why I'm so, yes. like, Stars um, of the Pacifica Poetry Night is going to be, like, so relaxing and, yeah, because you, we can read, and mm. I love that. Mm. And sometimes reading, it, it sounds, it's more organic because, yeah, with SLAM, you, you're actually performing, so... Yeah, there, there, there is a difference. So,
0: yeah, I'm always uh, I'm impressed. I go, wow, there's no notes. You know, perhaps there's an autocue in the background because, um, you know, some sometimes uh, you know. Uh, uh, quite long to memorise, I imagine. and um, Three minutes is the normal. Three minutes is, is poems, yeah, yeah, but I've seen longer because I've been watching um, on YouTube, Doug, Poly Nation, which mm. you um, produced. Yes. Um, so it was a poetry evening in, um, hosted in Brisbane, was it? How That's did that right. come about? Because you had an amazing lineup at that one, too.
2: Yeah, um, I think we'd done New Voices. And I think we'd done a few things um, with Darren and Selena and Carlo and such like. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to do a, a show of of Polynesian poets? And um, I'd been doing uh, my e-journal, Blackmail Press, for a number of years. And I was fortunate enough to know Graham Nunn and um, a few other people that were involved with the Queensland Poetry Festival. And they said, well, I sort of floated the idea past a few of my peers and also past them. And they said, great, we'll send you a letter. We want you to come. So Tarisi Vunandilo at Creative New Zealand uh, worked with me to get the funding and we got the funding. And uh, we were directed by Tusiata Revere. She was our director and really um, helping us to train our bodies to perform and breathing and all this sort of thing, which is all new to me. Um, So performance is not... What I do, I I like to write and read, but to to do pollination was was a marvellous experience. And it was, I think it's now looking at it now, 10 years later, I think it was quite an historic thing we did. Uh, I'd like to think that it will inspire other younger generations of poets to get together and go and travel abroad and do a show of poetry, you know, just poetry. Mm. And it was
0: beautiful. I mean, I, I just so enjoy watching wonderful. it. I'm hoping that we could have it again, perhaps in New Zealand. <laughs>
2: that we did do it in and New it. Zealand. We did it You've at done the going, it in New Zealand? We came back from Brisbane and we did it at the Going West.
0: Ah.
2: Uh, Murray Gray invited us there. Yeah, So you there. had
0: what, up to six people on stage at once. Um, I saw one of the uh,
2: at the very end, we all came on stage and did a, a stanza each of... The, the last poem, "Pollination." Yeah. we are pollination. We
0: are. That was brilliant. It was nice. very moving. Mm. Yeah, and so um You brought yeah. back stars of Pacifica poetry to Auckland. Perhaps we could have "Pollination" back in New Zealand. Uh,
2: that would, I'd love to do. I'd love to do <laughs> it with another group of poets and not actually be performing, but seeing all these other young poets. Uh, so, just I think what we did um, has been uh, a progenitor for, for lots of other things that are going on and, and spoken word shows and Grace Taylor's solo show and. It's amazing what's out there now mm, in, in the mm. in the space in theatres. Um, oh yeah, Grace T- yeah. Taylor's show is absolutely stunning, and and there are others doing that as well. Obviously, so um, yeah, South Auckland Poets Collective. They were a wonderful group of young people. Mm-hmm. Um, um,
0: Which I'm a member of. Yes, <laughs> <a> member of. <laughs> About to turn in your direction. (laughs) And in fact, they have an exhibition Exhibition. on for Pacifica as well. Yes, yes. It's um, at Mangari Arts Centre.
1: So it's there for a while. And um, also, there's an upcoming show that they're doing, and uh, Grace Taylor will be directing that. So we're really excited about that. We just, yeah. I don't know if I can say the name of it yet. We just decided on a name yesterday, but I'll yeah. leave that to Grace. Okay.
0: <laughs> for promotion time. Rad. <laughs> I thought books and beyond might have had a scoop there, but okay. <laughs> I almost let it out. <laughs> Grace would be so proud of you. So, um, have we? Do we have another poem before we finish for today? No. Okay. Re- yes. Yes, Ria, yes. We Grabbing her no notebook. Otherwise, I've. Oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. let's Let's do do that. that. The performer, (laughs) we read poems on Books and Beyond all the time, but we just read them. So I was thinking, wow, all this talk about performance poetry. Perhaps I could give it a go. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got... um, uh, I know you're supposed to read your own poetry, right? But um so I have a relative's poem, okay? So Robert Hack uh, is, like me, half Cook Island, and his mother has... Uh uh, roots from Manhiki, the island where my father's from uh, So here's his book, Everything Is Here And I'm going to remember Manihiki Remembers And I read somewhere that you know, you've know you got to perform from your gut And connect with your audience So here we go <laughs> Manihiki Remembers Leaving to the big smoke was your big idea But everything is here Sun, fish, everything You can buy fish there But here you were taught how to catch them We dance any time, not just special time. We climb coconut trees, swim and dive for free. There's no flash gym. Kids play outside, not inside with the pew-pew game. Hear the smell of gardenia and hinano, not car fumes, perfumes. You speak fast, your eyes move. You glance to your watch when I talk. Remember, manahiki, manahiki. Remembers you? How did I do? Well, wow.
1: dang. <laughs> Oh, I love that poem. <laughs> okay, is, there a,
0: is there somebody a, needs I'm going to go look for that poem in the
2: library and get it out. it's oh, stunning.
0: I know, it Robert, was a... Rob Hack. Yeah, Rob, yeah I'm going to. Rob, Rob Hack. Yeah, it. he's based down in Paikokariki mm. So, um, wow. so yeah, is there a spot on the poster yeah. for me?
1: I think we can fit you in somewhere. Well, we do need, you know, help serving the food, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Only joking. I'm really good at cleaning up, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um,. I think it's really well read. Oh, actually. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: and I love how you were animated because your head, well, the audience can't see, but your hands were moving and your
0: eyes were rolling. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> I really You're got natural. into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never actually visited Manhiki, but mm. actually, that poem. Um, I had that connection. I could see the photos and the videos I've seen yeah. um, because this is the island that took my brother, you know, where a cyclone came through in 1997. Mm. So I'm a bit hesitant to visit. So when I read, first read that poem, I thought... I can do it. I can go on yeah. day. I can, yeah. you know, it's beautiful. Mm. It's really beautiful. Mm. So thank mm. you for the miss. encouragement, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, um, sadly, we've uh, run out of time to hear another one of your poems because I, exactly. I hogged up the time. But um, so Stars of Pacific Poetry next Thursday at Two Library. Um, and anything else for you, Robert, just quickly? Um, sorry, I've Doug. got Rob, hack on my mind, Doug, yep. <laughs> uh, coming fine. up for you uh, this year? Or is it
2: a... Uh, this is going to be the highlight for me, um, for sure. Um, so not really. Um, yeah, this will be my highlight for this year.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. And you, Rhea, what are you up to? Um, uh, any any um, slam poetry planned? or? No, I think I'll
1: give slam poetry competition. Yeah, slams are a miss this year. I want to concentrate on um, working on my own poetry collection for publication, which I should have done last year, but yeah. I kind of took a gap year without traveling overseas from study last year because I graduated the year before. So I think, yeah, that's going to be one of my creative priorities.
0: Wow, we look forward to that. Yeah, I look forward to that. And um Auckland Libraries will actually we look forward to it too. Another another uh, publication to add to our collection. <laughs> oh, I'll make sure my books are there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's funny, every time I see like friends who are creatives, with their books there, I'm always like
0: display, display, display. <laughs> <laughs> I had three heads book on display for a long time and tear yeah. being a Teatatou local, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sure. right. We should. Okay, <laughs> so well, um we're I'm looking forward to the show next week and I'm um, so looking forward to Pacifica Month the rest of the month. And thank you for coming in to um guest, I guess on Books and Beyond. Uh come in any time for Tofa Kiyamanawea.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank you. Um,
0: Was brought to you by Auckland Libraries. Find us online at aucklandlibraries.govt.nz and catch the program next Sunday at 9.35 p.m. on 104.6 fm or anytime online at planetaudio.org.nz slash books and beyond.